Have you ever considered the impacts of your past to your present or ever considered just how connected your life is with others? Hello, I'm Naomi, the host of Letters from the Chosen podcast. In this podcast, I share key moments from my childhood of how I went from life in rural West Africa to life in the United States. And I hope that by sharing my story, you get to see just how intricately involved God is in the details of our lives. In each episode, I hope you will take the time to reflect about your own past and be inspired to share your own story. Please share any insights you gain and let's grow together. I look forward to you joining with me each week. Let the story begin. Pass the potato. I left my sister's house to stay with my uncle Dufour. He was the eldest of the uncles in our family. He didn't have any children living with him, so he was probably better able to provide for me. I stayed with my uncle for just a short period of time, perhaps just a few weeks. He was always on the go. When I woke up in the morning, he was usually gone for the day. I would sometimes go looking for him when I was hungry and needed some money to buy food. I never saw much of him unless I accidentally bumped into him in town. So I spent my days playing outside with the other children. When we got hungry, we would scurry over to the school located in the next town over. The school children always had food to eat, so that was a guaranteed spot for us to get a quick meal. Oh, I can still see the hot jollof rice plated in front of the school children. The school building has small windows along the wall of where the children sat to have their lunch. So to get the food, I, along with the other children, would go and lean into the windows and cup our hands and start begging for food. We'd be begging the children, calling out to them to give us just a morsel of their meal. They were usually willing and would graciously place a portion of their meal into our cupped hands. There was one obstacle, though, to our master plan, and that was the teachers. If they walked by and saw our outstretched arms, whack! Oh, they would smack our hands with their sticks. So we had to be quick with it. Get the food, get running before you got caught. It had become a game of cat and mouse. So for us, we were smart in our own way. We knew where to go, where not to go, and how to fend for ourselves. If we wanted snacks to eat throughout the day, we would go to the fruit trees, throw up rocks, and bring the fruits down to have a little munch throughout our afternoon. Now, it wasn't that we didn't get fed, but for us, dinner was usually the only guaranteed meal. So during the day, while the adults were working or looking for work, you had to fend for yourself. But I was still happy. I had so much fun running around, playing, and just being, well, a kid. I didn't go to school, and neither did the other children that I played with. School came with fees, uniforms, and supplies, which all cost money. School was a luxury for those who had extra income when I was growing up, but I never thought about going to school or had the desire. School was good for one thing, food. Otherwise, I enjoyed my days of running around and playing under the smiling sun. Well, as I mentioned, my stay with my eldest uncle 
was brief. He told me that we had extended relatives, or they may have been family friends who needed some help in their home. I guess he thought it was a better place for me, and he sent me to live with them. Well, I wasn't there long either. When I arrived at their home, I met the mother and the son. I don't remember meeting the father. They seemed a little disappointed when I arrived. Basically, my job was to assist the mother with chores around the home. But she didn't give me that many chores. I remember an errand she sent me on to fetch some water for them. I remember the well looking like a large fountain. It was the most beautiful place I had ever seen. She also gave me small tasks around the house like sweeping. And that was about it. And maybe after a couple weeks, uh, she sent me back home. I think I was too young and needed more taken care of than they had anticipated. Well, my uncle didn't give up. He had another set of relatives lined up for me. Now looking back on it, I understand that my uncle was much older in age and he was trying to provide better for me. So off I was to the next home. I remember my first day there. When I got off the bus, there were two women waiting outside for me. They were young and most likely they were sisters or sister-in-laws. I remember I was feeling hungry and I asked them for some food. They pointed out a place down the street where I could go and get something to eat. I started walking in the direction they had indicated. I walked and walked some more until I got to the end of the shopping area and I turned and looked back at them in bewilderment. I didn't see any restaurants or any types of food stands anywhere. The two women were looking back at me, laughing so hard. I had walked so far past where I was supposed to go, they had become distant figures. It was the start to a positive friendship with them and their families because I had made them laugh on my first day. The woman I stayed with had a big family. She had a lot of children in the house, so I spent my time playing with the other children. She was a very nice lady. I remember she would speak to me and treat me like her own children. I didn't really want for anything there. There was food, adults around, and a bunch of other children too. I really liked living there. Finally, I felt at home. Unfortunately, this was a short-lived feeling. One day, I was down the street at the other woman's house. I was sitting on the steps of the house chatting with her and probably the other children, too. A bus pulled up in front of the house, and Sister Fia emerged. She had come to fetch me. She explained that there were some people back home who wanted to meet me. Of course, I did not want to leave. I had lived in four different homes aside from my home in less than a year, and I did not want to go to another one. I was going to put up a fuss, but it did not matter when my sister was involved. Little did I know things were actually going to start to get better for me. And as happy as I was living with my relative and her children, I still didn't go to school. I wonder what kind of future I would have had if I continued to stay there. 
So shortly after my sister's arrival, I departed with her to return back home. All five went, quite unhappily, to live, well, who knows where. Do you know of the game Hot Potato? The one where the children sit around in circles and pass around the hot potato? Well, that's exactly how I was starting to feel, as if I was in a game of hot potato, except I was the potato. Each time I became too much to handle, I was passed on to the next set of hands. Hot potato, hot potato, pass the hot potato. I was getting passed on and on, but this time I just didn't want to leave. Hot potato, hot potato, pass the hot potato.